Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Bliss Report. It is Dr. Sasheen and it is Thursday. Hopefully you are having a great week. You've gotten through hump day. Things are on the downward side of, you know, the middle of the week. Hope that you're doing well. Whether you're catching me on the treadmill, in your car, on your Peloton, on your morning run, on your morning workout, however you're catching me, good morning. Well, hey there, it's been an interesting week, an interesting season. Um, Today on the Bliss Report, we're talking about style and fashion and all things the uh, that make us feel beautiful and uh, wonderful about ourselves, wonderfully and beautifully made. And it's been a good time to really study the changing landscape of fashion because there have been some big events in the past month that have really put the spotlight on fashion. Now, I'm not a huge fashion um, horse per se, but I do love beautiful clothing. And I, I also love really functional clothing too. So it's not as though... I have a closet full of designer gowns, but I really appreciate beautiful clothing and I appreciate beautifully made clothing, whether that beautifully made clothing is a t-shirt from The Gap or a fantastic pair of um, pants from, you know, whatever your favorite designer is. Or I also love a a beautiful handbag, um, stellar pair of shoes, you know, just I, I appreciate all kinds of things that have to do with fashion. And so I dedicate Thursdays to feeling beautiful, to feeling blissfully beautiful in your own skin and finding your own sense of style so that you always feel beautiful. So today we're going to talk about the lessons that we can take from from these big events. So we had the Venice Fashion Week, we had the New York Fashion Week, and we just had the Met Gala two days ago. And whoa, baby, those were some amazing events in the world of fashion and in the world of everyday life. So we're going to talk about it and talk about how to feel beautiful no matter what your signature style is so that you always feel sexy. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsor. Okay, so as you know, a little housekeeping. We are on Amazon Music and it's really exciting to be on Amazon Music because it's a big platform. Um, I think between that, iHeartRadio and Spotify, I really feel like our reach is you know, it's really getting up there. So it's really exciting. So if you haven't checked us out on Amazon Music, or if you're listening to us on Amazon Music, please say hello also to our Spotify Spotify subscribers, our anchor listeners, CastBox, um, Apple Podcast, um, Breaker, wherever you're finding us. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you would be so kind as to leave a rating or review and to subscribe and share, that'd be fantastic as well. So here's the thing, you know, 2020 was rough. And a lot of 2020 was was um, us hunkering down and just trying to stay safe in the world. And I think a lot of us stopped giving two hoots about what we looked like um, when we were forced to show up on things like Zoom calls and working from home and everybody being home and you just don't have the the, the desire to necessarily get all dressed up or, or worry about what you look like on a day-to-day basis because no one was going anywhere. No one was doing anything. There were no day-to-day activities that we need to get dressed up for except to go to the grocery store, maybe once a week, double masked with gloves on. Um, there were no parties or picnics. There were no events that really pulled us to put a mark on our body, put up, put up, put a sense of style on our body that made us feel beautiful and, 
and lovely and sexy and hot. 2020 was rough, right? It was just, it was just rough. And so 2021 has been a little bit of a slow start, right? We've been kind of trying to get back into the game, but not as far back into the game as we could due to circumstances. But there have been some big events that have that have gone on um, and have been pulled off with amazing um, coordination organization in, in what is a pandemic. And so hats off to the fashion whomevers, fashion gods and goddesses who put these things together and are doing it amid some really trying times and some really trying um, circumstances. And for those people who are like, well, we shouldn't even have things like Fashion Week with all that's going on in the world. You know, sometimes we just need something beautiful to remind us that there is still beauty going on in the world. And I don't know about you, but everyday life is beautiful, but it's also hard some days. And stepping outside of the norm to look at something that's so over the top and iconic, such as a New York Fashion Week or a Venice Fashion Week or the Met Gala reminds us that, you know, over and above the beauty of the everyday is also the beauty of creative art, is the beauty of creativity that so many of us haven't gotten a chance to really see in the past year. Like I'm someone who loves Broadway, love musicals, love the pageantry, the over-the-top productions, the beauty of um, a good story set to music. I love those kinds of things. I haven't been in ages. I don't know about you, but I just haven't been in ages. And so there's no chance to wear a beautiful theater gown because nobody's going to the theater. <laughs> but we're getting back into the swing of things. We're we're picking up we're picking it up and we're trying we're trying to do the best we can and that is awesome. I think that's awesome. So what does this have to do with us out here hanging out in the suburbs or the city uh, or our apartments or our houses trying to figure out our sense of sexiness after a year of um, I'm going to be perfectly frank about it, frumpiness and uh, <laughs> hair and pigtails and ponytails and, and protective styles and lots of sweats and shorts. And, and you know, we're not going to wade into the bra or no bra debate. That's on, that's a personal choice that you need to make. My girls are a little bit big, so we wear a bra. Um, but as we come out of that season and we realize that life is starting to move again, Redefining your sense of style is is a perfect thing to think about right now. So let's 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 unpack this this past month. First, we had Venice Fashion Week. OMG, the styles, the dresses, the beautiful women, the amazing looking men, the iconic the iconic clothing that they were wearing. This is not our everyday life. We're never going to wear some of this stuff. They're never going to wear some of this stuff. Lots of those dresses are borrowed. Those dresses and suits are borrowed and loaned so that they look good. And only a, a few select people will ever wear that dress or, or that, that suit again. But that's not the point. The point is, you may not wear the, the Jean-Paul Gaultier uh, dress or you, never, you might not be, wear the Gucci ensemble that Serena Williams rocked at the Met oh my gosh, that cape was amazing. And she, you know, she said it was patterned after um, the idea of, of a cape because we all still need superheroes. And I just loved that. That made me smile so much. Anyway, you may not wear that Gucci ensemble, but a lot of us have Gucci in our closet. Or, you know, we might have a handbag or a belt or a lovely blazer or a pair of beautiful shoes. And so it's a reminder that the things that we love in the everyday, the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci, the Jean-Paul Gaultier, the Michael Kors, those brands 
um, that we that we shop for however we get them. No shame, no shade here. Also make amazingly beautiful creations that are out of this world. And it's always nice to be reminded that the Gucci label in your beautiful tailored white shirt also makes something as beautiful as a feathered superhero cape for the greatest of all time tennis player. And there's this thread of connection, right? There's a sense of style. Like I love knowing that Serena Williams reps for Gucci. Like, I think that's fantastic because I love Gucci and she loves Gucci. And that's in some ways I feel kind of closer to her for it. And I think it's really awesome when you think about your own sense of style that you identify with other people who also appreciate the things that you appreciate because style is singular, but it's also communal. And our feelings of beauty and hotness and sexiness are singular, but they're also communal. And the thing that I talk about a lot on the podcast is recognizing that beauty is in the eye of the beholder and you are the beholder. You are the one that's that you need to feel beautiful to. And when you don't look in the mirror and you don't feel like you have a sense of personal style, it's hard to feel beautiful when you think you're just one in a sea of many. And that's why I love Fashion Week. That's why I like New York Fashion Week. I like Venice Fashion Week. I love the Met Gala. Um, I love Paris Fashion Week. Like I love them all. I love them all. I, I don't watch every single minute of them, but I'll catch a significant portion of it throughout the time that it's going on just so I can get a glimpse at what's happening in these houses of fashion and the new and up and coming um, designers. And I see things things that speak to me, that pique my interest. And I go, I may not be able to wear this whole ensemble, but this one detail is ultra cool. And I think I would look fantastic if I wore a scarf like that. Or if I, that color, that whatever the, the, you know, whatever new color may be coming out may really look good on me. And I may not have thought about that color as something to add to my wardrobe without watching it come to life on the runway and come to life on the red carpet. So when you're thinking about your sense of beauty and your sense of sexiness on this hot girl Thursday, thank you, Megan Stallion, how are you defining it? And where do you get your inspiration? Where are you inspired to step out of your comfort zone or add to your comfort zone something that maybe is a little different, a little new, a little fresh? Because one of the things about being a woman of a certain age, over 40 is where we're going to leave it, is that we always want to feel fresh and beautiful. Okay, I'm not talking about just um, superficially, but but I am talking about on the surface, I am talking about feeling fresh and, and beautiful and sexy and vibrant and healthy. Those are the things that we want. That includes having a style that allows us to feel that way. And whether you are the crunchy granola or the Wall Street tycoon or everywhere in between, all of us deserve a style that makes us step into it and go, this is who I am. This is me, not me who looks like 10,000 other people, but me who looks like me. Because I don't know about you, but I like being remembered. And a lot of us want to be remembered. We want to be we want to think at least that when we leave a space, someone will remember something about us that stood out. And our sense of style is a place where we can be uniquely remembered. Um, it's sometimes difficult to be heard above the den, you know, the noise of the world of what's beautiful and what's not beautiful because it can change. I get that. But some aspects of fashion are timeless. And so when I think about my own wardrobe, which I'm actually revamping considerably right now, um, 
I think about the timeless pieces that I love, that I that I will keep, but I also think about the popular pieces and the, and the the changing changing in fashion that I also love. Like I I I love a very structured look, but I also like some girly flair to it. I like a strong line, but I'm also really into bodycon um uh, clothing because I'm very curvy. And so how do I incorporate those things together to make it my style, to bring my my stamp to it? When I lived in Puerto Rico, um, I used to, I struggled a bit with trying to figure out my island style because I was a girl from the Midwest. And the Midwest has a very different ethos when it comes to fashion and style. And I was coming out of graduate school. I'd come from four years in the middle of Missouri and um, my style was danskos and cute sweaters and because I was a teaching assistant and I walked a lot, a lot. So I moved to Puerto Rico with my danskos and my merrells and my cute sweaters and it's hot. Oh my word, is it hot. I'm used to, to heat and humidity. I am from the Midwest and we do know how to do, uh, you know, thunderstorm weather. Um, but I, what I wasn't prepared for was the way that my body changed with this new kind of hotness, this new kind of physical heat, and that uh, I thought I'd be hot all year round. And, and someone explained to me that in wintertime, you'll actually feel cooler because you're going to learn how to live with constant humidity, and you'll, you'll start to feel the differences in the humidity, which will signal a changing of seasons. And sure enough, she was right. But one of the things I had to figure out was what was my style? Was I going to adopt the Caribbean style, the loose, loose flowing clothing and beautiful, vibrant colors? Was I going to keep some of the Midwestern girl who was a little more conservative than definitely the Islanders were, um, the Puerto Ricans were? Uh, was I going to embrace something else entirely? Was I going to find a different, more European style? Ultimately, I kind of combined a lot of it. And I realized I'd done it pretty effectively when a friend of mine's mom was visiting, or I, maybe she wasn't visiting, I forget. Yes, she was visiting. And she was a little self-conscious about the fact that in the islands, a lot of skin tends to be on display. And I actually have a real problem with skin because um, I have beautiful skin, but I also have a, a, a fairly voluptuous um, body. And so I try to make sure that I am tastefully exposed so that I'm comfortable and actually so that I'm comfortable. That really is why I do it. And um, my friend's mother was similarly endowed and was a little uncomfortable with the idea of wearing sundresses in the way that a lot of women wear them, which is with nothing kind of shielding the girls from public view, so to speak. And she told her that, you know, Dr. Sashin, that'd be me, also has, you know, a, volup a, a voluptuous figure and she wears these little camisole shells. And I, and, and she's, you know, she said that to me and I was like, oh, that's a part of my style. That's a part of the signature of how I wear my clothing in that I like a little bit of lace sometimes to peek, to do the peekaboo. If I don't want to just, you know, wear the deep V, sometimes I will wear the deep V because I can, you know, do some things that put the girls in a good place. But sometimes I just want something a little more discreet, but also a little sexy. And so a little lace camisole type undergarment works wonders or a pretty bra with a nice lace scalloping over the top that looks like a camisole. You know, fashion's come a long way. And this is the other thing. Fashion's come such a long way that you can literally create any kind of style that makes you comfortable and makes you feel good. So 
Um, in Puerto Rico, I definitely adopted the free-flowing dress because it was hot. Y'all, it was hot. <laughs> um, but I also really began to appreciate the fact that skin is a, is a, um, it's an, it's a accent, <laughs> you know, and because I have this beautiful dark skin, I was always sun-kissed and I took, the, took to the sun very well. I didn't spend a lot of time in the sun because even as dark skin as I have, um, you know, skin cancer is no joke. But I, I learned to embrace bearing a lot more skin than I ever had in my t- time in the Midwest, ever. I embraced wearing shorts, which I've never done. I'm a short, full-figured woman, plus size all day long. I embraced wearing shorts and off-the-shoulder dresses. I also embraced my love of hats, which I'd forgotten that I really love big sun hats. Um, I think they harken back to old Hollywood and they make me feel really glamorous. And I, I, I didn't wear them often, but I, I learned to reappreciate some of the things that and I, or, and to newly appreciate some of the things that not only were beautiful on me and, and were a new part of my signature style, but they're also protectant. Like who doesn't need a sun hat when it's, when you live in the tropics, you probably need more than one. You might need like actually 10 if you're going to get really technical about it. Um, I also rediscovered my love of the wedge heel and sun and beautiful, sexy sandals, which unfortunately living in the Midwest and, and, and <laughs> going to grad school, sexy sandals just were not a thing. So when we got dressed up, maybe, but you know what, for about four years, probably even longer, it was tennis shoes and <laughs> clogs of some kind, uh, and a really comfortable shoe between teaching and going to classes and everything. So rediscovering my love of open-toed sandals and and high-heeled sandals and sexy sandals really began to to change my style. And so that's the, the piece I want to make sure that we get to. Your style, your signature style, it can change with every season, just like New York Fashion Week and the Met and Venice Fashion Week. Every year there's a new theme. There's a new adventure that they that the the design houses go on and the and the Met embarks on and it gives designers this fresh idea like what are we going to look at what what are we going to look like this season what's it going to look like now and I think in our personal style we need to do the same thing we need to say this is a new year what is it that I need to get rid of that's maybe a little dated on me on me and what can I bring in that will freshen up my look maybe it's time for a new hair color maybe it's time for a new haircut maybe it's time to expand your repertoire on the jewelry that you wear or the kind of shoes that you wear or maybe it's time for belts instead of free flowing and you want to accentuate the waist and the hips for a change whereas before you were wearing things that were much more streamlined and straight to the floor whatever the case may be it's never a bad idea to think about how your style changes as you change because we're not static creatures and we do have the ability to metamorphosize ourselves into something else And because of that, because we change so much in so many other aspects of our life, it's nice to think that we can also change our look by either adding or subtracting and bringing in or taking away and becoming someone else entirely or just making adjustments to who we are to become someone even better than we were the year before. Because just like fashion, haute couture or ready to wear, we are chameleons of the times and we like to fit in and we like to stand out and we can do both if we just think about how we want to show up in the world. So what is your signature style? Leave me a comment. Tell me what what stands out 
in this broadcast and what you think about when you think about your signature style. What are you known for? If someone were to describe you, is there something that they would point to and go, oh, she always has X or he always wears Y and they, and daggone it, they wear it well. Like this is her style. If you had to describe your style to someone, what would you say is you, uniquely you, beautifully you, sexy you, hot you? Do you have an answer for that? And if you don't, you need to get one. It's 2021. We've come through a lot and there's been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of loss and tragedy, but we're still here. And because we're still here, it's important to embrace who we are at all levels. And that includes what we look like. And I know, I know beauty is only skin deep. This is true, but we live in the skin we're in. So we might as well make it beautiful. So I hope this has been interesting for you and at least fun. And you should go check out the pictures from the Met. It was absolutely incredible. Everyone from Serena Williams to JLo to, uh, I mean, there was, there was so many. Venus Williams, um, Iman came and she looked fantastic. Taraji P. Henson was there. Simone Biles, the go- all the goats were there. It was just, it was just a star-studded night of, of, of goats of all, from all disciplines <laughs> um, showing up and gracing us. Um, power couples, Serena Williams and her husband, Alexis Ohanian, uh, you know, founder of Reddit, um, were strolling the red carpet. I mean, so many people that I lost. I mean, literally, I couldn't keep up with, so, with all the faces that were there. But what was amazing was that when I watched the Met Gala, I, not last year, I think it was two years ago, to see the different looks. And I like the Met because it's a new, it's a different theme every year. And I love the theme idea. I don't like every theme, but I love the theme idea. And this year was a, an ode or a, a nod to American fashion design. Um, and so the looks were just, they were they were something else. They really were something else. So if you get a chance, you should check out some of the footage from the Met. Check out some of the footage from New York Fashion Week. Check out some of the footage from Venice Fashion Week. And if you're a follower of fashion like I am, check out the new issues of whatever new mag, whatever fashion magazines and see what's coming, see what's trending, see what you like, what you might add to and what you might take away. I, for one, am growing my hair out. So this is a season of me transitioning from short hair to long hair. It takes a while. I'm going to be in a bob for a while. But I've had short hair for a really long time, and um, I used to wear my hair a lot longer than it is now. This was actually back right after my son was born, and then I chopped it all off. But as he's gotten older, and I realize I have more time, because short hair is much easier, that I have more time, I'm transitioning my look for this phase of my life, and I'm having a really great time doing it. So as I said, please leave a comment or review. Let me know what makes you feel beautiful. What's your signature style? How do you see yourself? And do you like it? And if you don't, what are you going to do to change? This has been the Bliss Report and Dr. Sashin. As always, it is my pleasure to have this conversation with you. And I hope that you chat back because I'd love to talk to you. This is the doctor and we're done.